What's up, world? Um, welcome back to Lunch Break Talks with Mr. Respect. Yeah, what's up, cyberspace? It's been a while since I recorded. Yeah, for I don't know, maybe I got busy. <laughs> right now, I'm with um, I'm with a good friend, Ken. He's a big fan too of like fashion, apparel, sneakers, those kind of things. Yeah, so. What's up, Ken? <laughs> hey, everyone. It's good to be here. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I think we have a common interest in, you know, fashion and apparel. Yeah. Well, what what I like about this culture thing, it, it kind of, like, connects people with, who has, like, similar interests of, like, um, being a fan of this, this brands, um, the well-designed uh, constructions of, like, items and product yeah I, I always joke around like um, it's not materialism it's like product appreciation right exactly <laughs> I agree <laughs> uh, Ken, Ken would agree with that me, me as well because it's like that's the positive way of saying I'm a materialistic guy <laughs> but anyways yeah um, so Ken what, what got you started in all of this I think it all started back in, um, you know, back in the day in high school when I saw, like, you know, friends of mine were wearing uh, stuff that are pretty interesting and cool. Uh, a lot of the, like, uh, the brand starter, a lot of collegiate wear, um, yeah, like uh, Michigan, uh, Notre Dame, uh, Chicago Bulls, a lot of the pinwheel collection uh, caps and stuff like that which was really popular back then, a lot of quilted uh, starter jackets. So that, that kind of started from there, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually shocked that um, Ken, <laughs> Ken started with all that like sporty side of like the streetwear game. Because when I first met Ken here in, here in, here in BC, he was like, wearing that stone island piece or like engineered technical apparel looks so i'm i'm not i'm not um i kind of got surprised that he started from that side of the of streetwear so yeah how how did it came about that you end up now now that you're kind of like into like the would you say like mature mature i would say mature (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah yeah, i tend to you know uh with the whole uh, collegiate stuff, I'm not. Uh, I kind of branched out into more um, kind of minimal, uh, more contemporary, more kind of like streetwear casual. Uh, I guess street smart clothing. Uh, yeah. So a lot of brands that I wear are more like Japanese uh, technical wear, like Valence, Architerix, uh, Stone Island, Montclair, and Japanese stuff like uh, Double Taps, uh, Neighborhood. Captain Sunshine, Fujito, nice. and stuff like that. Yeah. So it kind of like branches around that area. Yeah. The shout shout out to Valence or Terex. Yeah, I, I work with them by the way. <laughs> shout out to all of y'all. But yeah, Valence makes um nice pieces that are very very simple, classy, and and the most important thing is that um. It would keep you comfortable in like warm nights or rainy days. That, cause you would not ex- you would 
you wouldn't know what to expect like living here in bc yeah, right exactly. like did you have you ever experienced that like um when you commute like when you got off, when you get off sky train and all of a sudden it starts to rain, rain. <laughs> right yeah it's like every day um going to downtown you know getting off the sky train or something like that you want to have something that's practical and functional so i tend to you know grab a technical wear yeah just to stay uh, you know dry <laughs> yeah i think i think that's why arcteryx and valence are is really like a perfect uh, I would say like in my terms I call it like a perfect marriage with BC weather because <laughs> it's like they have pieces that you can um, but on on the other hand you, you it's up to you how you style it because yeah. what I like with uh, Arcteryx and Valence it's like they stick with what they they stick with what they produce they they from what I've heard they they don't want to go with the hype they want to make um, products and tools that would let you enjoy the outside yeah. or keep you longer in the outside to enjoy nature, yeah. right? Just like, um, for example, like I, I walk the dogs, um, you know, just grabbing a jacket, um, like one of my valence jackets. It's just, uh, you know, it's a go-to piece, especially, you know, um, just doing a hike or something with the dogs and stuff like that. So it's just, it's, it's just, yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's 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 really true. It's 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 nice, like you know, like walking around having a cup of coffee, like without being, cause cause when when you feel uncomfortable, it, it's weird. Like you have super. I I said this one in like my first episode. Like mm-hmm. you have like a nice sneaker, but your sh- but your socks are wet. It's <laughs> yeah. like a weird feeling, right? Like. So yeah, it's it's good pieces, yeah. And what's um going to another question? What's like your all-time favorite shoe or sneakers? I would probably say the Nike Dunk. Um, just the silhouette of it, um, it's comfortable. So I was, you know, I got a few uh, shoes uh, back in the day, and then I got I recently was able to um, get the uh, Community Garden one. Uh, just the design of it and the aesthetic, uh, it's pretty pretty unique kind of uh, I guess um, probably complements the Japanese uh, vintage Americana so it's a unique piece yeah Nike dunks are really nice too I, rem- I remember back back in college I yeah I have a lot of different colorways of Nike dunks like yeah I don't, I don't know Nike SBs are cool too but with Nike dunks um uh, it looks more casual, right? Yeah. With the Nike SB, I kind of like, um, I'm weirded out. I'm weirded out with the, um, with the tongue. I don't yeah, like it. It's like padded. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, right? But yeah. but yeah, those, it's nice. And and it's weird, like how it all, kind of like, is super hype now, right? Yeah. Like when you go on StockX, it's like the resale value of it is like so high. <laughs> yeah, there's a few sneakers, um, like some of the SBs and stuff like that, that I had, or I do have, but um, you know it's in the closet. So I guess it's a good thing they you know keep it in the in the closet, still not sell it yet. Yeah, and and by the way, um, Ken Ken has a lot of um, good archive. He has a good archive of like special pieces. Yeah, over time he became um, more special, right? Yeah, well, I think after that whole sportswear. Um, 
um, going into like you know in my 20s and stuff I was starting to get into like a lot of the European brands like Stefan Schneider uh, which is a minimal um, Belgium brand and then stuff like Margiela uh, Jill Sander um, yeah stuff like that uh, the minimalistic vibe then I kind of branched into more of the Japanese and technical wear so stuff like Captain Sunshine which um, like this paper knit cotton that I'm wearing this knit sweater is pretty comfortable pretty unique keeps me dry and cool um, then I'm um, wearing this Fujito um, cord trousers so it's kind of like the relaxed vibe that keeps you cozy um, it, it's not slim fitting so I tend to gravitate towards the more relaxed um, aesthetic yeah good that that's really cool like um with, with that being said would you is it safe to say that Japan is like your number one fashion like influence yeah I would say uh, like Hiroshi or um, the founders of Double Taps and then the also the, yeah, the designer for Neighborhood kind of like influenced uh, kind of my style I guess yeah, yeah uh, true I, I agree I agree me, me too it's like I love uh, love uh, Japan fashion and styling and then maybe I would have Korea number two with that because yeah yeah it's like they don't go with like what's hype or what's yeah. mainstream yeah they that's go for what brands like that them. are not uh, recognized in the western uh, um, the stuff like uh, um, like Captain Sunshine or Document uh, uh, that's another Korean brand that's pretty I guess the the whole um, silhouette of it is more relaxed and very flowy uh, which is a little different from uh, the other styles but yeah Korean style is pretty unique yeah the, actually that's this what's cool because like in in the fashion or apparel game it's like there's no rule to it that, yeah. that's what's nice about it and like it's up to you how you would make your outfit like look um, original on on how you put it together like with having different kinds of pieces yeah it, it's fun like that's why we love doing this we love talking about it right yeah. i mean you you know you, you try to be more creative putting your your pieces together kind yeah. of like being an artist i guess <laughs> yeah it, it's funny because like the i guess all of us all of us is into this one is have felt that way right like in some way or form we we're kind of like we feel like we're we're a part of the culture and we've contributed something yeah <laughs> yeah and then that's the reason too why i started this podcast because it's like yeah it's like a an, a good addition that we can give to this culture thing yeah and then good times yeah <laughs> exactly you know hopefully someone will uh, appreciate our style and stuff like that yeah and contribute then, back to society yeah uh, what would would you say like brands like Patagonia who who deals with like recycled uh, saving mother earth projects uh, I, I think that's a good take on um, like a lot of companies that are you know uh, environmental friendly and stuff like that so they're you know um showing that it's not just about you know uh, um you know being materialistic and stuff it's actually you know they're they're pursuing goals that's environmentally friendly and stuff like that so and they make pretty good products too as well patagonia yeah yeah Sh- shout out to patagonia they're really they're really having 
good they're really making good stuff too like i love i love their you know their cinchilla pullover piece the one with like a pocket with three buttons oh okay yeah that kind of got super popular when shia shia labo oh yeah they, they what do you call what do they call him Is again no, no, no. Uh, Shia, they call him like the style god. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he he looks like a like a homeless person. <laughs> but he puts but, the pieces together. Yeah, he together. puts the pieces together, like wearing like military boots and yeah. then super like um, homeless looking clothes. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty stylish in, yeah, in a way. <laughs> right. This this weird. Uh, it's really like how you put it together. Your your presence. Yeah, but but in a way after. Um, saying all of that it, it still boils down to like your mindset right it yeah. all starts there like having good energy positivity like good outlook in life and then it would all transpire in like your outfit right? yeah I think with like styling is just a reflection of who you are right yeah so like you know you're down to earth and and you want to be and you want a lifestyle that's comfortable then you know that image is basically what you're portraying yeah so that's that's true i think that's one of the famous saying like um like your outfit really reflects who you are it's like it's like your own billboard yeah it's fun it's fun it's like um so, so what's like your favorite um, a technical apparel, apparel brand? Uh, I would say probably Valence, um, just because of the how it's very minimalistic, um, very practical and very functional. And I, you know, I use that a lot, just heading to downtown, you know, go off, go to the office, or or even just going to the mall or something or the restaurant. It's just very practical, especially with this kind of weather that we have in in Vancouver. So it just makes sense to wear something that keeps you dry and you know warm. Oh, like like a follow up question to that. Um, <laughs> what do you think of like uh, the brand, um, like Uniqlo, like they're they're catering to like um, a market that so people could afford it, but on a, on the other hand, like people who are like down, like super into it, they feel like. Uniqlo is kind of like making the minimalist engineered looking look like uh, mainstream sometimes. What do you think of that? Um, <laughs> I think, you know, it's fine. Like it, it helps uh, other people that weren't exposed to that kind of style. So now it makes it more accessible. So now you see the, you know, um, people um, heading the Uniqlo or something like that and just being inspired um, by stuff that are that they wouldn't commonly have thought about. So you have stuff like Joe Sander or um, La Mer, who's doing the U line. So now, you know, people are... J- I love J.W. Anderson too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, that one, yeah the, their stuff is really well-designed. Yeah, I, I think I would agree with Ken. Maybe maybe with, like, the older the older version of me, I would, I would be, like, a hater. I'm like... Oh, everybody's um, gonna start wearing like the same stuff, this and that. <laughs> but I guess when you when you mature as well, it's like yeah, it's all about like it's all about like appreciation of like it's not about like the mindset change, right? And then yeah, it's nice that everybody can like 
appreciate the things that you like, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, it's like as Ken was saying, it's like people now are are getting introduced with technical apparel or like well-designed clothing. Yeah, yeah so, exactly. So it's nice too. Like, it's like the culture is uh, having a bigger platform, right? Yeah, I just see that it's growing now, and people just have more. Uh, access to different styles now. Yeah, that's that's really true. Oh, and by the way, I think I think that's it for us for today. Because <laughs> because now we're recording this as we were as we are having lunch with <laughs> with Ken's uh, family. Yeah, and then because I like to keep it raw and real. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening to whoever is listening. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Next, next time. Bye. It's good to hear. <laughs> Bye. Bye.